Hear the gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ according to Matthew. Heaven and earth will pass away, but my words will never pass away. But about that day or hour, no one knows, not even the angels in heaven, nor the Son, but only the Father. As it was in the days of Noah, so it will be at the coming of the Son of Man. For in the days before the flood, people were eating and drinking and marrying and giving in marriage up to the day Noah entered the ark. And they knew nothing about what would happen until the flood came and took them all away. That is how it will be at the coming of the Son of Man. Two men will be in the field, one will be taken and the other left. Two women will be grinding with the handmill, one will be taken and the other left. Therefore keep watch, because you do not know on what day your Lord will come. But understand this, if the owner of the house had known at what time of night the thief was coming, he would have kept watch and would not have let his house be broken into. So you also must be ready, because the Son of Man will come at an hour when you do not expect him. We are not without hope. The altar, Tarie Vesos, has many good sayings on human life, on the human condition on earth, on fellowship, on misery and beauty. This is what he has said concerning hope. Hope never goes away from people. Held between all the bound and tormented, the trapped and frozen and repressed, the very sun is out there for them. They don't see her behind the wall, but they know about her. She promises everything that is missed. Into this Sunday, into, do, into difficult themes, and as we lift our gaze towards a world that is in great distress, these are words of encouragement. One of the strongest things I see is hope throughout the world, holding people up and giving them strength and courage to get up in the morning and put a foot in front of the other, no matter how dark it is. Today's gospel reading tells us about people who carried much hope within them. They awaited the Son of Man. Jesus and the first Christians thought that God's kingdom and the Son of Man would come soon. They believed that their generation would experience it. Also, Jesus believed so. But things turned out differently. Unexpectedly, Jesus died on the cross, and unexpectedly, he revealed himself resurrected. Everything came not as expected, and the Father alone knew. He gave meaning to Jesus' words. He allowed Jesus to experience abandonment, death, and resurrection before us and for us. For generations after Jesus, the meaning of today's text became different. We have received hope that the Son of Man comes. We await. And into this time of waiting, into our lives, Jesus says, keep watch and be ready. When Jesus says, keep watch and be ready, we easily read it from a perspective of fear. In any case, I can recognize myself in this fear perspective. Because to keep watch all the time and to be always ready, always alert, sounds very demanding and tiresome. At the same time, we also see this kind of rhetoric being used to threaten and oppress. 
Maybe the fear is based on it first and foremost being about me and my own and my own salvation. If we read the text with a wider perspective, new perspectives open up that are worth paying attention to. If we see our lives in relation to other people and the whole world, then these words become much more meaningful. We are part of a world with many, very many challenges. We live without a doubt in the most privileged part of the world. We just need to be honest about that. I want to emphasize, this doesn't mean that we in our personal lives aren't familiar with words like discouragement, fear, longing, and pain. We need to take that seriously. Still, we will today make ourselves part of a whole world, a worldwide church, humanity, and see our lives in relation to the lives that others live. Began this preaching by saying we are not without hope. Because if there is one thing I believe Christian fellowship has in common throughout the world, it is hope. Maybe you are familiar with the song, She Teaches the Birds to Sing, from Anne Grete Preis. If not, I strongly recommend that you listen to it. In the song, Anne Grete sings that hope shines stronger every time it is yours. She describes hope as an unbelievably important driving force in us. Here, in my part of the world, do I need hope? Isn't life actually quite complete as it is? Can it be better? Do I, in my daily life, have use for hope? Compared to others, I have everything I need. I can accomplish what I dream of, in any case, some of it. I can travel a bit, eat good food, think and speak and live freely. That is not the case for everyone. And where it is not so, I figure that hope comes in as an unbelievably strong driving force that keeps people up, gives light on the way, and faith in the tomorrow. Hope plays for many a decisive role, concrete in the everyday. Hope is a boat that always carries, Price sings on, so much more worth than the dream itself. As soon as it is yours, it feels wasted. But hope shines stronger every time it becomes yours. Hope and dreams are sometimes the same, but are often two completely different perspectives. Our dreams can be fickle, but we carry hope with us almost as a foundation for life. The question then is, do we manage to lift our gaze and see that we belong to a world and a fellowship with others? The climate crisis is making it visible for us that we are all in the same boat and that no, one's get, no one gets a pass on the threats. We can no longer say that it doesn't concern us. This Sunday's text has many different perspectives. One can read it as an individual call to repentance and salvation. One can read it as a text about the fellowship, the community we are a part of, the hope for the future that we have, that we, despite everything, live together in a worldwide church. Freedom of religion, expression, love, or what it might be is not a given if we look around. Quite the contrary. Many places, freedom is being reduced. Under living conditions such as war, terror, hunger, and flight, words like hope that one day a new earth and a new heaven will come can be strong and concrete words. They can create hope. But is it for all of us? 
I believe that for all of us, it's about living now and at the same time having expectation for the future. I'm looking forward to heaven, to the eternal life, to a world without distress, pain, and sorrow. I want to be a part of the fellowship of people who come home. And so it is so that despite differences, different living conditions, different everyday lives, and different frames for faith, we all belong together and aren't really so unlike each other. We are God's loved children. I will not be afraid of the words of Jesus, but will allow myself to be challenged towards deeds, towards kindness, support, prayer, generosity, to learn and to listen. We are created with the ability to take responsibility. So let us take responsibility for that which we can take responsibility for, ourselves and each other. And so we must ask God to take over the rest so that we may rest in grace, fearless, but with an engagement for the world we are a part of. And one day, all that has been ruined and destroyed in our lives and the lives of others and the world, all will again be made whole and good in the life of the big Son, Jesus Christ. Glory be to the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, who was and is and is to come from eternity to eternity. Amen. Let us go in peace and serve the Lord and each other and the world joyfully. Amen.